Welcome to the Dramatically Different Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Cheryl Ravelis Majapinto, and I am a registered dietitian nutritionist and a certified lifestyle eating and performance therapist. I specialize in emotional eating, and I am also the owner of Healing Heart Nutrition and the creator of the Gain Control of Your Eating program. Join me, and together, let us gain some perspective on how to finally end the guilt behind how we actually eat and to actually start living your truth today. Hello, everyone. Today, I want to talk about excuses and I feel like lately, I don't know if it's because out here in New England, although it's not officially fall yet, we have not had a true summer, right? And a lot of the people that I've been talking to recently have been providing, I don't want to say excuses because that doesn't sound nice, but have been providing justifications as to why maybe they cannot get activity in or why is it that they can not exercise right and they feel like they've been coming up with these yeah I guess so excuses as to why they can't do it right so it's justifying the reasons behind it to making them feel better right and I wanted to bring up my own personal experience and situation that I've been dealing with in the past few days and what I've been dealing with has been pain Right. And I don't want to say it was an excuse, but it's an opportunity for me to not do the type of exercise that I'm normally used to doing. And my preferred exercise is walking. I love to walk. I love to hike. I, um, I don't know. It just, it just allows me to get some activity in and also some informal meditation and it's free and I can do it wherever I am whoever I'm with, right? So some of the excuses, I want to talk a little bit about some of the excuses that my clients have been giving me lately. And a lot of them have been saying, you know, Cheryl, I just don't have the time because they may have one child, they may have multiple children, or they may be caregivers of an elderly parent, or they may have something new that they need to get done before the end of the quarter due to work or whatever it may be and they just can't seem to find the time to exercise and they feel it's 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 okay to not make activity a priority for themselves because they have to make everybody else a priority for themselves and I get it we all have obligations we all have titles right but when we start to train our subconscious Because even though we think we're consciously making a decision, as we are, right? Because we're in the moment, we're present, and we're consciously choosing to not take a moment (laughs) to maybe get up and take a break or whatever that may be. It is our subconscious that we're starting to train us not even unintentionally knowing. So if we're creating these new patterns subconsciously, or it's something that maybe we've done consistently we're guess what you know you may have this summer gotten on a great pattern where you you know you have gotten a walking regimen in or you have recently started some new classes right cardio classes or walking groups or whatever it may be and then you know life changes as it does right just as seasons do it's completely normal rather than adapting to the change and continuing with the habits that you've instilled 
it's easier to make excuses and go back to the comfortable way that the subconscious is thinking of, okay, I'm just going to justify why I can't take time to do this. So, you know, it's, 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 it's normal, right? So there are people that they're coming to me for coaching. So obviously they're going to listen and they're going to try to continue to build their resistance and implement the behaviors that they have already started, especially if it's someone that has started to work with me, right? We've implemented some behaviors because really it's, it's, it's never about the food. As I always say, generally, <laughs> it's always mostly about our behaviors. Um, so let me, so, so that's kind of what I feel like a lot of, I've been dealing with the past week or so. And I think a lot of that has to do with school, right? A lot of people have gone back to school, whether they're teachers, whether they're married to teachers, whether they're, they're, you know, have kids, whatever it may be, grandparents too, picking up kids. Uh, so yeah, I, and I apologize. I feel like I'm out of breath today. And I think it's because <laughs> I haven't been doing the, the um, amount of exercise that I was normally doing before. And what I mean by that is I had said that I've been struggling the past few days with pain. And because of all the walking that I do and the hiking, I think that, I don't know, maybe I moved the wrong way. Maybe I did too much. I, I, I really do not know how it happened. It could have happened in my sleep for all I know. But my hip, my right hip, has really really been challenging me in terms of limiting me to do the type of exercise or the type of activity that I like to do. So the first day I woke up and it was, it was pretty bad, right? And I was like, wow. So my sister, some of you know my sister, Karen Ravelli, some of you don't. For all of you who don't know her, she's an exercise physiologist. Um, She's a master in movement and exercise, and she is awesome. And she's also a breath and um, movement specialist. So although <laughs> I don't like to ask her for help because she's so extremely knowledgeable and smart, sometimes she gives me too much help. And quite honestly, I'm lazy, and I don't want to do everything she's telling me to do, as most of us well, I shouldn't say all of us, but as most of us don't. And it takes effort. But I knew that I was in pain. And I know that her stuff works, even though I don't want to do it all the time. So, yes, I gave in and I asked her that morning if she could provide me with some activity um, exercises to provide me with some relief. As she did. And if any of you are interested, you know, let me know. Reach out to me. I can hook you up with her. But she has this thing that she's called the pendulum. I don't even say it properly, but basically I had to do some type of um, pendulums with my hip. And you know, she always focuses a lot on your breathing. She does something called supine 90 breathing and, you know, all these things that are not really normal things that at least I don't think I've been taught or even exposed to in this society that we live in. Because it is kind of like an alternative type of therapy. So, you know, I did her stuff and that's pretty much what I did all day. And I do receive chiropractic care pretty on a regular basis. I believe that it's, 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 it's good. I believe in it and it's healthy. And I think it's something that you need to do continuously. I don't think it's something that if you do, you know, once or twice a year, it's going to help you. It's just my thought. So it's something that I 
I, I have into my, you know, behaviors as part of my managing my health. So I, you know, went to the chiropractor and, and did all the things that I believe help me. But I'll be honest with you, I didn't want to do anything else. And um, it made me want to, and, and it was amazing because I go in ebbs, ebbs and flows with things in terms of my food, in terms of activity, where there's times I don't have to think about it, it just happens, it's easy. And then there's times, you know, I, I may have to like push myself a little bit and remind myself of my purpose and my intention. And, you know, that I, I, that's why we have those um, tools there in place, right? I'm human as well as all of you. So what it drove me to want to do was I wanted to eat. Like I thought to myself, oh, you know, I would really like to have a hamburger tonight or, you know, what would taste good? You know, maybe some ice cream. And I haven't really thought that way in a while. And I thought to myself, what the hell is going on here? Why do I feel this urge? Because I, I knew I wasn't hungry, but I was thinking about it all day. And, you know, it led me to kind of be more curious and look inside and kind of think as to why am I feeling this way? And, you know, probably, you know, even this maybe five years ago, I don't think five, five might be too, maybe eight years ago, if that happened to me, I definitely, I, all I'd have to do is call my mother. <laughs> and, and, and she, you know, we all have excuses to want to eat. You know, whether it's poor food choices or good food choices, all I'd have to do is, my, I hurt my head. Oh, honey, I'll, what do you want? You know, and so I would have called her and been like, ma, go to the store. You know, it would have been this big event just because I felt like eating ice cream and I really didn't want it. But the whole thing was I, I clearly didn't do that. I kind of thought about it and I looked inside and I realized that I still, to this day, even though, you know, I like to think that I work pretty diligently and I really try to every day set some type of intention for myself but it's not always related around food right there's, there's other things as you all know I'm pursuing to continue to work and build my business and you know I work I have family so you know sometimes my purpose and my intention for the day is centered around that but still because you know here here I have here I'm in this pain and I want to eat and I thought about it and it made me, reminded me of a time, God, probably about 15 years ago, I used to train martial arts and I was pretty consistent. I did it for years and there was a time where I injured myself and I had to get my whole right knee reconstructed. My ACL was regrafted, my MCL was screwed up. So I was in, I was in pretty bad shape. And I remember at the time I was, my, my father was still alive and me and my dad were always together. So he kind of drove me around and took care of me a little bit more, right? And I remember it was always, it was centered around food. I remember, you know, he, he I used to have to get therapy out in this town. And then in this particular town, they had a deli called Ryan's Deli. And anyone that's from Connecticut and from this area, I don't know if you like it, but I do. And clearly my father did. And I remember after my therapy that I would have, you know, it wasn't even asked. We would just go. And I remember sitting in the back seat of my car, well, my father's car at the time. And, you know, my leg up and eating one of my favorite sandwiches they make there called the Rachel. Which is just, it's not pastrami, it's corned beef and it's delicious. And I don't really like sauerkraut, but it's made with coleslaw. Anyways, that's my whole thing. So my point is, I kind of had this revelation where I thought to myself, gee... I am still 
trying to change and retrain subconscious beliefs about my eating relationship. Here I was in pain with my hip. Mind you, it's a little, it, it's a lot better now. And, and I'll tell you what I did to continue to get it better. But um, my whole point was it prevented me from being active in, in engaging in the type of activity that I normally did. I mean, I think my whole life I've been active. That's what has saved me in terms of being, or at least trying to stabilize and being at a healthy weight where I feel good at. And getting injured that long time ago and always, it was almost like, not that my dad was happy that I was injured, but I think he enjoyed the fact that he was driving me around to all these different places or, you know, work or wherever it would be. And at the time I was working in Springfield too, I remember. There'd, there'd be all these little places we would go and eat. No one knew about it. It would just be me and him. But now everybody knows about it. But it doesn't matter. And um, it was just because I, you know, we had an excuse. And, and, and it was emotional. And it was emotional because it trained me to think that, that, that food is love, right? So, so it was an opportunity for my dad and me to experience something that no one else experienced but me and him. And, you know, we both liked similar things. And... It almost gave us an excuse to eat. And yeah, this is pretty deep stuff. So here I am <laughs> a few days ago having a hurt hip, dreaming of just eating cheeseburgers and ice cream and, it, and not hungry. And it came to me in that moment that, wow, it's because of something that was a comforting thing years ago that I think I trained myself subconsciously to ease the pain or to redirect the thoughts of how I wasn't doing something that I wanted to do that made me upset, right? That made me feel bad. You know, I couldn't go train Taekwondo. I was missing events. I didn't see the people that I was training with every week as much as I did. And I wasn't able to do things. And, you know, it, 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 it bothered me. Whereas here now with my hip, it was preventing me from my early, early morning walk and feeling good about that, giving me that you know, opportunity and informal mindfulness piece that I have every morning. It took that away from me. It really didn't, but in the time and the moment, reactive, like that's how I thought. And I, 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 I came to the realization that emotional eating, relationships with food, it's, it's deep and it's different for everyone, right? It's, it's, it's different for everyone. So I just, you know, that's kind of what I wanted to, to talk about and talk about, you know, excuses. Do we, do we give ourselves excuses so we can eat what we want? And if we do, do we realize how it shapes our behaviors and our, our eating behaviors and our activity behaviors, right? Centered around it. And I think the more we know about ourselves and the more we know about our actions, the more in control we are and the more opportunity we have to decide whether or not we want to change them right and if we do how right to continue to build the resilience around it so um you know i uh did a little bit more yoga than i would on the days you know the past few days and you know then that kind of got me a little frustrated because i'm like oh i can't do what i normally do but you know again creating an emotion but you know, you just kind of have to just show up and meet yourself where you're at and just be as kind as you can. And, you know, I'm sharing this experience with you because I'm sure I know the clients that I have, 
um, it's relatable. But, you know, if anybody's listening to this, is, is it relatable to you? And if it is, it's okay once in a while, but is it something that's all the time? And if it is, and you find that you're struggling with weight or you're struggling with maybe a chronic condition or, you know, just mentally, you know, a lot of that is could be centered around how do you think about your activity? How are you thinking about your food behaviors? And are you just justifying and making excuses and thinking that it's okay? And how often are you doing it? So, yep, that's my message and discussion for today. As always, would love to know if any of you can relate and curious to know your thoughts on that. And if you are, share them. And I uh, hope you all have a happy and productive day. Thanks everybody for listening to the Dramatically Different Dietitian with your host, Cheryl Ravelis Magipinto.